Christian Car Guy Radio Show. things new what you gonna do <laughs> when jesus makes all things new right we that's what we're going to talk about today on the christian car guy show we would love to hear your wish list of things that you get to do in the kingdom and we would love for you to call in at 866-348-7884-866-34 truth what you're going to do when jesus makes all things new plus we have Bob here, our Christian junkyard dot guy. <laughs> Good morning, brother. How you doing? Well, we're starting a series with Bob that we're going to get to do once a month when Bob comes in. We're going to call him Bob Lessons. And so <laughs> today's... Scary thought, scary thought. <laughs> today's Bob Lesson. You know, we're going to talk about all things new. We're going to get that. But, you know, if you're trying to make your yard all, all new, you've got this old car out there. What's the way to get the most bang for your buck on that yard art that's been sitting out there that your wife's been telling you to get towed away for whatever period of time? Wives get more cars sent to the junkyard than any other. You know? <laughs> well, as a guy, we kind of cling on to it. And uh, if I ever get around to it, I'm going to fix that thing up. And we were talking about the other day, I had a wooden wooden chip one time and it had round to it written on it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but. So many things we're going to do when we get around to it, you know. But we got Bob lessons because Bob has definitely dealt with many, 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 many of those cars. And what can you glean from his wisdom on how to get the most bang for your yard art? And, of course, an update on our Jesus Labor Love, car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. We got a lot going on this week. We're going to share about that. And... Liar. I didn't get a chance to get to this last week in our last segment, so I'm going to do it this week. You know, Robbie was a liar. He told a lie. He felt bad about it. And I have to tell you the story because God really showed me a lot of stuff along those lines. We're going to get to that near the end of the show. But I want to get back to this idea of what you're going to do when Jesus makes all things new. I mean, do you think there's going to be cars in heaven like uh, the Beach Boys were singing about there? Have you thought about that? Well, what an, a fantastic adventure, really, if you want to go on a fantastic reading adventure. Read John Eldridge's book, All Things New. It came out, I think, last fall. Just an amazing book. I couldn't recommend it too much. But in the last chapter, John challenges the reader to create a list, not a bucket list. Because you know what you're going to do before you kick the bucket? This is after you kick the bucket. <laughs> so it's kind of like a post-bucket list. A, a, a post-bucket list. So... What are you hoping? He said, make a list of three things that you're hoping your long-range eternal view of activities in heaven. And how fun. How fun. But before we think about that, I think we need to review because, I, I, you know, what heaven is exactly? Is it a new earth? Is it a new heaven? What's involved in that? So we're going to go to Isaiah 65 to get a look at this. And he says, look, I'm creating a new heaven and a new earth, and no one will even think about the old ones anymore. Be glad, rejoice forever in my creation, and look, 
I will create Jerusalem as a place of happiness. Her people will be a source of joy. I'll rejoice over Jerusalem and delight my people, and the sound of weeping and crying will be heard no more. It's interesting. If you compare Revelation, which we'll do in a minute, you'll hear it's the same words. No longer will babies die, only a few days old. No longer will adults die before they're full of life. No longer will people be considered old at 100. Only the cursed will die young, which we have been doing for a long time. In those days, listen to this. In those days, people will live in the houses they build and eat of the fruit of their own vineyards. Unlike the past, invaders will not take their houses and confiscate their vineyards. For my people will live as long as trees, and my chosen ones will have time to enjoy their hard-won gains. They will not work in vain. What? There's going to be work in heaven? (laughs) That's what it says. They will not work in vain, and their children will not be doomed to misfortune. They're blessed people by the Lord. So, I mean, think about that. Now, here's the next... Go down a few verses, and it says, The wolf and the lamb will feed together, and the lion eat hay like a cow, but the snakes are going to eat the dust. In those days, no one will be hurt or destroyed on my holy mountain. So clearly there's animals in heaven, Bob. You got a lion, and you got a lamb, and you got a snake, and, and we know about the horses that Jesus is riding. So If there's cows, there's probably ribeyes, too. Well, which it, it, I think it really has to do with, yeah. <laughs> Is that on your post bucket list? I want to see the buffet. <laughs> I have really been thinking hard since you told me about that the other day, what we were talking about. I was like, you know, and I, I was there, there was just so many things. And I, you said two or three, I think a hundred or so entered my mind. You know, what's, what's the buffet look like in heaven? And Jesus said the same thing again in Matthew 19, like it is in, in, in Revelation 21. He said, I assure you that when the world is made new and the Son of Man sits upon his throne, right? You have been my followers, will also sit on 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. And everyone has given up houses, brothers, sisters, fathers, mother, children, and property. For my sake, we'll receive 100 times as much. So you're going to inherit all this stuff, inherit eternal life. So with that in mind, all that, we want you to open up your you know, imagination, you know, obviously there's been great songs and movies done about I Can Only Imagine. Well, why not imagine? You know, if you're hoping on the bucket list, what, you know, I, I, I had a men's group meeting this, we have a Christian business men's committee that I attend, and we were going around the table talking about this, and one guy wanted to be a fighter pilot in the Air Force and didn't have a chance to make that goal. He wants to fight a, fly a fighter jet. He might fly something that may, may, may be more amazing than that. Another guy, now understand that I realize everybody's first on the list is going to be jumping in Jesus' arms and, there you go. You know, and rejoicing with him, and I understand. And, and, and number two on most people's list is the reunion with family and you know, people that have gone before you and, mm. and even maybe checking out Paul for a few I get all those. I get all those, and I, 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 I couldn't agree with you more. And by all means, call in if you want to share with all that, 866-348-7884. But what else? Like my friend, he said he, he, he loves to train horses. And he said, can you imagine training those horses? Ooh-wee. They'd probably train me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what immaculate what animals will be there, huh? So what, what are your thoughts? 866 866- 
three four eight seven eight eight four. What's your post bucket list? What you're going to do when Jesus makes all things new? You know, John Eldridge talked about the particular river that he had crossed over on a horseback when he was young, and he wanted to ride with Jesus and his kids and his family over the same bridge and then sit and dangle his feet in the water and watch the swallows go in and out. And, 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 and there's some kind of impression that is going to be on all of us when we have a chance to share that rightly with people with no sin. It's unbelievable, isn't it, Bob? It really is. And, and just so many, some of the things that came to my head, I mean, I think even when we were on the phone the other day, I said, I know there's going to be a jet ski in heaven. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just one of the most peaceful things. It actually quit raining for 15 or 20 minutes. And my friend and I jumped on our jet skis because we'd been sitting around in rain all day long uh, doing the honeydew list and uh, <laughs> working on this and working on that. And then all of a sudden it wasn't raining uh, hollered down to him hey it's it's not rated so we just jumped on it and even a little short 20 minute ride that's he, he and i's thing that we do where we really bond and we're away and and we'll ride and some mornings we'll just ride out there a little ways and stop and just chat you know and uh it's just so peaceful for us that's our that's our quiet time you know so maybe there's a car oh <laughs> or a racetrack yeah, or and a my son back on the racetrack. That's you know that was some really great memories, and uh, it's just uh, it's a whole lot to even think about. You it's know? a lot to hope for. Oh yeah. So sir. we got more. We need your what you're gonna do when Jesus makes all things new. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. We'd love to hear that, and we got Bob lessons coming up. Stay tuned. Mm. I gotta show you. All things new. What you're going to do when Jesus makes all things new? We'd love to hear your ideas, your imagination, what you've imagined, 866-348-7884. I was talking this over with my father the other night, and he said, I wonder if you know there's going to be any work. Well, then I found that passage in Isaiah is pretty clear that, that there's work. And, you know, there was work in the garden. You know, that was what originally God, before the fall, he was telling Adam, this is the things that you got to do. There's stuff that he's going to have lined up. Is it a honey-do list? (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, you can find all this at ChristianCarGuy.com at our website. But also, pretty exciting, I want to mention a couple things before we get to our Bob lessons. Well, actually, what I'd really love is for you to call in and share, 866-348-348. 7884-866-34-TRUTH. But starting tomorrow morning on our Facebook page, Christian Car Guy at Facebook, you'll find that there is going to be a contest where you can win, and we're going to give it away on next week's show, an overnight stay at any roof, red roof in an America. And this is how hard it is to enter, Bob. 
All you have to do is tell us the name of your car and how many miles were on it, and and you're in. Boom. And then we're going to put all those names in a hat. You can watch us draw them out to see that it's absolutely fair. We're going to do it next Saturday. Somebody's going to win. We might give away two because I've got 10 to give away between now and the end of June. Overnight stays at the Red Roof Inn anywhere in America. And these are VIP certificates. There's not any blackout dates and anything like that. I mean, it's a really deal. And I've stayed at a Red Roof recently. <laughs> and it was very nice accommodations. There you go. So Christian Car Guy Facebook page. Tomorrow morning, you'll see it. You can enter there, and away you go. And while you're there, you know, if you liked us, that would be good. We would like that. But also, of course, it's at the Christian Car Guy website. You can enter there as well. But there's the Jesus Labor Love Car Repair and Labor for Single Moms and Widows, all the podcasts of previous show, Christian Car Guy Theater, and all the things that we're doing all the time, and like the car show that's coming up on June 2nd. If you happen to be in the Winston-Salem area, we're going to be out there in advance at Calvary Baptist Church. They get a big car show coming up. Car shows are a really cool thing, especially this time of year. Everybody's got their got their ride out and shined them up and <clears throat> got them ready to dis to display. And uh, what better cause, you know, to to have a car show than one at church? And it's a good thing. Yeah, and and it's going to be. We're going to talk a little bit about that at the end of the show in my liar liar thing. How I got myself involved in that. We're going to share about that. But we got to get to our. I'm curious about that, brother. <laughs> I'm curious about that. In fact, I've titled it "Liar Liar Pants on Fire." Now I didn't have it quite that strong last week because it was still fresh. <laughs> but now I'm going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. You did. Yeah, I did. But we're going to. You get have to accepted your reality. Yeah, huh? I have accepted it. <laughs> That well, you got to own it I to really confess need, it. <laughs> I really need Jesus a lot. So Bob Lessons, we're our first Bob Lesson. The, the, the situation is your, your car is sitting out there. You finally decided, well, I guess I'm going to have to crush it. Well, you, when your repairs, unless it's an old classic and it, and it has great sentimental value to you, if it's just a car that's sitting out there and it may be worth you know, seven or eight hundred dollars in your mind. You know, this is a thousand dollar car, maybe, but the repair is going to be fifteen hundred. Then it's time to send that thing on. I mean, <laughs> but this morning we saw a seventy-two Monte Carlo sitting somewhere, and there are people that would give a whole lot for that, just you know, to have it to restore, and they wouldn't mind spending gobs of money on it to get it fixed but you know the average car if it's if if it's what you become a classic in if, five years right if if what you're going to have to spend to get it back on the road by far exceeds its actual value then you know unless you just love that monument sitting out there in the yard and, and want to hear your wife tell you every other day that you need to get rid of that thing uh, you know, it's just time to call a local yard, and and th and that along those lines, you don't just call one, do you, Bob? You're you're going to check prices. That every shopping is the key to getting a good deal. You know, check at least two and maybe three. Now, if you have the ability to get the car to the facility, you're probably well, you definitely should get more for it if now, does you that deliver. Not mean, that does not mean towing it with a rope. <laughs> Or a chain. The I'm things, sure you've seen the it. things we have That's seen. It's just not safe. It's uh, not the things safe. we have seen way people have gotten vehicles and, and scrap metal. There's one guy that brings it on a lawnmower. He's got a lawnmower and a trailer, and he lives close by, and he, he brings 
um, scrap metal to 109 you pull it on a daily basis you know that's the way he's getting well that at least is safe but when yeah. I, I've seen yeah. some of these people think that they're going to tow a car with a rope or a chain when the rope breaks or the brakes yeah, there's and just so many hazards you know the, and you don't have steering you know the car's not running there's just lots of all sorts of things that say bad oh yeah idea. It, it, unless you play that video all the way through and, and <laughs> And imagine all the bad possibilities, you know, instead of just thinking about I'm going to get a few more dollars if I get it there myself. You know, lots of facilities offer pickup, you know, and that's the thing that was so big for us for so many years is that, you know, uh, dial 788-9122 and we'll come get that car for you. And, right. and we come out and pick it up. And, and even if you're in Seattle, you know, there are there should be facilities there. And some uh, some yards do not offer pickup, but they might recommend somebody that would tow for them at a at a nominal fee and uh, maybe a better fee than if you just called the average tow company to come get it. But also, when you're making those calls, checking prices, right, Bob? Prices, prices, the, prices, because some so, some yards specialize in certain things and it'd certain be a good things. idea to ask the one yard do you know anybody that specializes in this thing exactly like if you do have something that's a you know you might think somebody thinks it's a classic and uh even around here there's there's people that for certain things you know this yard would probably pay more for it versus older older stuff you know 109 you pull it <laughs> would pay more and so we got more bob lessons coming up that would apply to lots of stuff. We need to hear. I'm, I'm shocked, really, that nobody has called in with their imagination. What are they going to do when Jesus makes all things new? 866-348-7884. And, yes, we're going to get to Liar, Liar, Pants on Fire. It's all coming. <laughs> What you gonna do when Jesus makes all things new? I hope you're thinking about that. I hope you're setting some hope on that. I hope you're making a list. You know, something more fun than a bucket list, really, because you know you think about, wow, maybe I was I love to sail, and I know that in Revelation it says there is no sea. I don't know how this works out exactly, but I'm sure Jesus does. But boy, I would love to be on a three-masted schooner with Peter and James. Jesus, you know, just going across, you know, if you've ever sailed and the wind fills the sails, you feel God. I mean, you get, it's like you've harnessed him and, and, and he pushed you across the water. Can you imagine what that would be like? We would love to hear your all things new story. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. You're listening to Christian Car Guy Show this morning. We got Bob Young, our Christian junkyard guy. We're doing Bob lessons and in continuing. Um, well, you wanted to say something about all things new first. Well, my, my sailing experience is very limited, but, uh, it's limited to a Hobie cat. Uh, oh, but, wow. uh that's fun. I, it was really fun. And, but I've just never been on one of the big ones like you were talking about there. But, uh, that sounds, that has a certain appeal to it there. 
Can you imagine setting all those sails? You, you know, and and what it's like to get that, you know, in the anyway. Just things to think about. You know, obviously we're going to be with Jesus. That's going to be the big deal. And obviously we're going to we're going to have a reunion with people that wow. Can you imagine going so many things jumped in my head that day. It kind of got clouded and crowded and <laughs> I, I, I got a little so many things I was just and and I can't really narrow it down to one or two things I really want to do, you know. Yes, I want to see my family. Yes, I want to hug Jesus and and thank him for what he did for all of us, you know. And um and and you know, just to do some things with Rob or and to eat mama's cornbread again. You know, I hope that's a possibility. Oh, I was thinking about that. My grandmother made these dark it was chocolate drop cookies with walnuts in them, and they had this <laughs> icing on the top of them. I mean, it's going to be amazing. We're the Weight Watchers cookies <laughs> that she made. <laughs> well, it, say, it says clearly in the Isaiah passage, there'll be plenty of time, right, right. to get in the chocolate drop cookies and the and the you know amazing stuff. You know, to go bird hunting with my dad. Uh, golf, I was I was thinking about that hunting because I love to hunt, but I'm thinking the animals. Are going to actually be playing with you now? You you won't actually kill oh, they them. Played they played with me when I was before. They were never in like big airsoft, danger, only with, with the animals talking to you. Uh, like uh, man, that's <laughs> try again, bonehead. <laughs> oh, but, but, anyway. but to play golf with dad again, and uh, just so many things, just really, 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 um, you know, it got crowded in my mind. All the things that. I well, we have Janice in Charlotte is going to share. We got Janice. You're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning, Janice. Good morning. How are you? We're excited to hear about what you're thinking. Oh, I I already know what I'm going to be doing once you know once Jesus makes all things new and once after I've spent all my time uh, uh, talking with Him. Yeah. I'm going to be taking care of the animals. Isn't that going to be amazing? Oh yes. Don't you yes. think they're going to talk like in Narnia? You know, I wouldn't be surprised, but I tell you what, I am like, that's like going to be my job because I love animals, and it's like I can see the fingerprint of the Lord when I look at animals. Like, I used to look in my dog's eyes, and it was like I could see Jesus' fingerprint on her and how he created her. Yeah, he signed them. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So, yeah, that's, so that's going to that's gonna be me. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> well, Janice, thank you for calling in. That is so encouraging to me. And I, I'm with you. I, I, there are so many wonderful animals. And, and it says he's going to make all things new. So I'm kind of hoping that my dog that I dearly, dearly, dearly loved is going to be there and we can have a discussion. <laughs> you know, we... <laughs> we well, you know what, and... and and I am hoping to see my dog as well because I had to put her down last year in October, and I still haven't gotten over that. So I can yes, fully relate to her. that, young lady. Uh, we just have recently had to um, put a dog down that my son brought into our family uh, 13 years ago, and uh, mm-hmm. it was it was a really really hard thing. But we just knew that it was time, and and we couldn't make the dog suffer any longer just because of our attachment to it. But it was right. a really tough decision, but we made the right one. And, and it's just been really yeah. weird without him there, you know? Oh, yeah. 
I, I, I totally understand because it was with my dog. I had her. She was a rescue dog, and I had her for fifteen years. So it was just me and her. And I tell you, it, it's just been the hardest thing. And I just, I mean, wow. So did you train her as a rescue dog? Huh? Did you train her? She as rescued the dog. Oh, you rescued yeah, the dog. I got her from Animal Control. She was somewhere between <laughs> 9 and 11 Saint Bernard. months. I'm old sorry. I'm her. so ignorant, Janice. I was thinking St. Bernard. It was the same dude. Well, you know, rescue dog. You know, yeah. <laughs> hey, well, I rescued her. <laughs> uh, and so many times the dogs rescue us, you know, from loneliness exactly. and stuff. and. Uh, <laughs> The, the reason I knew what you were talking about is, see, Rob, my son that's no longer living, had rescued this dog, and he gave it to this little girl for Valentine's Day. And he would he was a little different around kids, and he bit a couple of kids at the girl's house. And the next day, Rob brought Cujo to the house and says, Dad, Cujo needs a place to stay for a couple of days. Uh, uh-huh. This was Valentine's Day 2005. Oh boy. Wow. <laughs> and just just a few weeks ago is when we had to put him down. But Bob Rob is still living. Oh yes, sir. And, and that dog is. is up there hanging out with him too, brother. I have Janice, no doubt. Thank you so much. What a what a joy you calling in today. God bless. Well, thank you, and thank you for your show. And God right. bless you both. Take hey, care, dear. All right. We wow, know you're that thinking. was warming for me, you know. It, it is. It, it really was. Cause we, it, and see, your calls, they warm us. And we need, you know, everybody gets that. Everybody gets an idea when you share yours. So have the courage. Call in 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. I've got a, well, we need to finish our Bob lesson. Last thing on, when you bring in, in that car to get the most money, Bob, you pointed out it's not important to clean the exterior yeah, I've had a fellow that actually washed the car before we <laughs> went to pick it up. And I, he said, well, it sat under that tree and it had all that stuff on. That that, that stuff will crush just fine, you know, uh, and the parts, you know. But, but the inside, uh, you don't want to put a lot of junk in there because. Some people tend to put stuff in the car uh, while it's sitting out there in the yard and they use it for a storage facility. And we have had people use them for a trash dumpster before. And that's just, you know, unacceptable and you can't you know, we have to, you know, take care of the trash and anybody getting it. So make sure it's trash free. You know, if it, it's got some extra metal in it. But if uh, you do have, you know, a, a bunch of aluminum cans or lead or whatever else that you may have lead, around that you, the lead would not be the best thing to put in there. But, you know, like you got an old vacuum cleaner, you can chuck that in there. You know, if you had a, um, you know, some weights, dumbbells or something that you wasn't using, there was a set of wheels that, Uncle Freddie had saved for 10 years and, and you wanted to just, you know, just good, you know, most any car part that you would want to put inside of a car would be all right. You know, we wouldn't want it filled up with a, a, an extra abundance of, of seats or anything like that. But, you know, anything metal is pretty much all right for us, you know, and, and I would talk to the people on the phone if you're in a different area to see what's okay with them. Right. Okay. Well, moving along. To the Jesus Labor of Love, that's car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And, you know, James one twenty seven says, Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. And, you know, that was kind of the inspiration for the Jesus Labor of Love is throughout the Bible, time and time and time again, God says, take care of the widows, take care of the orphans, take care of the orphans, take care of the widows. And we noticed that we had so many questions coming in the email from 
single moms and widows. And single moms, obviously, are taking care of orphans. I mean, you're kind of doing that. And so, you know, as we get these, and, and, and God has blessed us that we just get more and more and more and more and more that, you know, we need to pray for them. And we always list those at ChristianCarGuy.com. You can check that out. But I have a few I was going to bring. I've got a single mom in Raleigh who says I'm disabled and need to drive to my doctor's physical therapy and grocery store. She has a 2001 Volvo. Another uh, single mom in Raleigh who has a 97 Toyota Camry that runs hot. A homeless mom out there. Her car runs hot, a 2002 Grand Cherokee. And there's still three that we've got on the waiting list for a car if anybody has a car that they want to donate. But we do have praises. Your donations helped several people, and they're all listed there at ChristianCarGuy.com. When we come back, we're finally going to get to Liar Liar. Pants on fire. (laughs) I got one more. What you going to do when Jesus comes for you story? What you going to do when Jesus makes all things new? We have Frenchie Fender and Tammy Tensioner and several others that I can think of on the phone all at the same time and all. It's calling for Myersville. <laughs> Hi there, Robbie. Oh, and Bob, boy, I tell you, this show has been so fun. And I'll be very fast because I want to hear your liar, liar, pants on fire story. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, he's not getting off the hook today. Uh-uh, <laughs> no weaseling out again. Okay. I'll tell you, but I'm telling you, this has been, uh, and I'm sure everybody else who's listening is feeling the same way, even if they don't call in, because to me it has been so refreshing. We get so bogged down with earth life, you know, and I just, man, everything that you've been talking about, I said, yes, I want to see the animals. Don't shoot them now, Bob. Don't shoot them. I I just want to see them. They're safe, safe, even if I am shooting at them. (laughs) How could you shoot little animals? But anyway, we won't go there. But the point is, <clears throat> um, you know, it's just I, I just started thinking, oh, man, sailing with Jesus and the disciples and seeing with all of our loved ones and everything. Uh, for me, I, I worked at a dinner theater where all the actors, <laughs> it's like the, you know, the inmates ran the asylum, but all the actors lived at this dinner theater, and we ran the theater, and we acted, and we hired and fired cooks and the whole nine yards, and it was so much fun. And that's one of the things I want to do when I get to heaven is just have a dinner theater oh, for the Lord. put on the drama. How fun would that be? We could do <laughs> We could do a little Frenchy vendor right there for Jesus. Absolutely. Absolutely. But anyway, I just had to tell you that guys, you it's just it is so I can just feel my spirit lifting and I know you're lifting a lot of spirits out there. So I just had to tell you that. Oh, now thank tell you. me the liar liar pants and okay. liar on the radio. I will tell the story. All right, here's what happened. You may know about a month ago, I did the car show in <clears throat> Sweetwater Baptist Church in Georgia. And our church, Calvary Baptist, where I go, wants to do this car show, or they're doing the car show on June the 2nd. It's actually my church, but it's really, really cool because it's going to be out there. So I, they called me and they wanted me to help with the meeting. And what happened was at the end of the meeting, the pastor was praying a beautiful prayer um, 
Ryan Showalter, his pastor, was talking about, we, we need Jesus to come. We need to introduce people to Jesus that are going to come to this show. And it was just this beautiful prayer. And at the end of the prayer, I, I just said, oh, wow, we just need God to show up. And then I said, and I don't know where this came from, but here it came, Joe, um, Bob. I said, you know, and God really did show up at Sweetwater. You know, after I gave my message, 150 people came forward. That came right out of my mouth. And that, and that was a true statement, but it wasn't true that it happened at the car show. It happened the next Sunday morning as I gave the, a, a talk about Johnny Hendricks and how I led him to the Lord. About 150 people did come forward. But the way I said it, I knew I was leading him to believe that all those people came forward to the car show. Well, the car show, there was an altar because I'd given the talk outside. When I got in the car, <clears throat> the Holy Spirit was on me like white on rice, Bob. He <laughs> was like, you, why would you do that? You know, what were, you know, and I was just, and so I just immediately began to repent and think, you know, what, what was up with that? <clears throat> so that night, <clears throat> I have this horrible nightmare, which for a car guy, this kind of describes it. It's not going to sound that horrible to you, but it was horrible to me because I'm back in the car business and I'm put in charge of this dealership. The guys are out of town and I've got to appraise a car, which I haven't done in years and years and years. And when I look at the book, the book clearly says 8,500. You offered them 60. <clears throat> no, I offered them 8,000 because they had some stuff that needed to be done. So, when the guy comes back, he goes nuts. He says, why did you put 8500 in this car? It's only worth five grand." I said, well, the book said it was worth 8500 I didn't know, you know, and I was, and he said, look at the book. And when he showed me the book, the book showed 5000 uh. And so I woke up just feeling, I, there's no experience, there, I can't even explain how bad that made me feel. So I go to prayer right after I wake up that morning. <clears throat> my daily prayer time, and I'm confessing my sin, all this stuff, and I'm asking for my daily word. Those people know me. Ask Jesus for a word every day, and his word is truth. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> and so I, uh, I ask him, I said, can you give me a verse? Because I realize that I must have done something here that really is just, I mean, I know that it was a lie, but I just feel like I'm not getting the weight of the gravity of what's happened. And he, and, he, and he gave me Hosea 8, 7, which is, though that sow the wind, reap a whirlwind. Well, I went and I looked up that verse, Bob, and I never thought about it. But when you, I, and before I get into that, I saw a teaching one time on this verse by, um, I'm trying to remember their names, not coming to me right now. But anyway, they talked about when you sin, it's like throwing one ping pong ball out against the wall, but you're going to get 40,000 back. Because <clears throat> if you sow one seed, if you sow one corn seed, how many seeds of corn are you going to get? You, you sow one apple seed over the years, how many apples are you going to get? You sow one thing in God's economy, you're going to harvest all this back. Mm. And see, I'd sowed this lie, and now I'm getting this wall of ping pong balls <laughs> coming back at me mm -hmm. and this lying spirit that I'd given Satan permission to sow into my life. And... <clears throat> So, oh, what a tangle web we weave! As I was, it was I was looking up that spirit, and I went and I, and I looked at the Hebrew for so the wind, and it, you know the word in Hebrew for wind is rach. I may not be saying that exactly right, but it's 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 like it's R A U G H rach. And some water. 
<laughs> but if you think about it, when you sow the wind, you're sowing a spirit. The word is the same in the Hebrew. And, and so when you think about the fruit of the spirit, which all comes with seeds, by the way, love, joy, peace, patience, or long-suffering, depending on how you want to look at it, you know, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, all those things. When you sow, you're sowing a spirit of love. You're sowing, a, you know, with your mouth, it comes out with breath, right? And so when you lie, you're sowing this spirit of lie in a, in a breath that's coming out. But when you are sowing the good stuff, it's, it's God set up his economy so that we would all be, have more than we could ever imagine. You sow one seed, you get back tons of seeds. But if you sow one sin, it may not be lying, as the case is Robbie in this particular case, but, but some other sin, you're going to harvest that. You see, God set that up. He didn't, ex- you know, I, I don't know what he expected, but I know what the result was in my own life that, wow, I got that lying spirit to come back, which fortunately was in a dream, and I didn't hurt somebody $3,500 worth of, you know, making a mistake, Mom. But it's amazing that you speak these words this morning because I was, I had two older brothers and I was brought up with a spirit of deception because we can't tell mama and she'll kill us. And here's what we're going to tell her. And, and I grew up a well-trained liar, <laughs> a very well-trained. And my mom's would, one day she sat me down and said, son, you will sit here and tell me a lie when the truth would is in your favor because you've you've conditioned yourself to to deceive and it was something i really 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 had to work on for years and years and years cuz i mean i don't blame my brothers for my my stuff but you know i was just we can't tell mama <laughs> you know she'll kill us but uh, it was just something and that truth thing just really rings and brings back that mama thing for me brother so when he makes all things new there won't be that sin and amen. all those are going to be forgotten amen and, and we're going to be seeing all this all the the seeds of, that have been planted for the kingdom the things that you're investing in the kingdom I, I'm, I'm really praying that this week you'll spend some time maybe writing down or thinking about all things new what you're going to do when jesus makes all things new. How much fun was this, Bob? Thanks for sharing awesome, it with me. Awesome, awesome, awesome <laughs> day, brother. We went places I didn't see coming, and I'm not an avid hunter. Hunting for me was following my daddy around with the bird dog, so I, I'm not really an avid hunter. Didn't want to want to get that seed out there, too, you know. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Have a great week. Remember, Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years, so slow down. <laughs>